The, what I want to share with you today is to continue the message on victorious living, living a victorious life. But I want to talk to you before I do that. What do you come to church to do? When you leave your home in the morning on Sunday and you prepare to go to church, what is in your mind? I want to challenge that. What is in your mind is what instructs what you can get in the house of God. You know, this is called the house of God, isn't it? Yes. It is the tabernacle of God. God told Moses, you've just been reading about that in Exodus. He said that when God instituted a place for himself to be, to be worshipped, he said, make a sacred anointing oil. And don't make such a gain for anything. But without oil, consecrate, first of all, the tabernacle. And then he said, anoint Aaron with the same oil. And he said, and it shall be sacred. So where people gather together on Sunday to come and worship God, is called the house of God thereafter. I want to challenge every one of you. I want you to follow me. It seems I said that to you at the beginning of this year. Isn't it? I want to follow me. You know why? A believer who do not understand the spiritual will grow humanly to be deceived by Lucifer and be frustrated and abandon the way of truth and follow the path of the devil which is empty. Are you with me now? The path of the devil is just on emotion. <laughs> but the path of God is deeper. <laughs> but if you are a believer and you, are, you do not commit your spirit to spiritual things, especially when you come to church, you will soon become like a mechanical, you know, object. And what happens is that you hear people hear God, you can't hear Him. You will see people hear, see vision, you can't see one. You will see people prophesy, you can't prophesy. You will only be a person who just speak and you don't hear. If you are a member of CFT, you are not supposed to be like that. Because Jesus said, flesh give back to flesh and spirit give back to spirit. So if I'm your leader, you have to be like me. Do you get it now? You know, this COVID-19 that happened had sent a wave, a shock wave across the globe. And many, 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 many things are happening. There are ministers who have become totally, you know, all their flock have gone. There are ministers who have become frustrated and fed up. But let me say this to you. Anyone who hears God cannot be. There are workers who are fed up. There are government leaders who are totally confused and fed up. Even satanic leaders are more bamboos and more miserable but i'll tell you this if you follow the lord with your spirit you can be because what causes frustration is lack of knowledge in any dimension you may think about it if someone doesn't know where he's going in life he gets to a place that he just gets fed up of his life anything you do in life that becomes a routine in you know becomes a routine you will soon be fed up because you lose interest in it and it's, it, it happens thus when your spirit is not involved. You know, I took 
months to teach you about seven things about the heart, mind, and the spirit last year. So when you are coming to church, you must have a motive. Like when you are going to school, especially when they are giving you the information about your exam next week. You know that kind of expectation you have more than that you should have when you're coming to church. You are coming to the balm of Gilead. You are coming to the God who revealed himself to Moses as the Lord. You are coming to the Messiah, the one who created the heavens and the earth. And I want to command all of you in God, you must pray seriously every Sunday morning before you come to church. So that you pray in line with the heart of God. What God wants to do in church today. So that you can be particular in what God is doing. So by the time you come to church and you are, whether you are singing, whether you are praying, when I say pray, 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 let me tell you. You can't be doing this. You are lost. (laughs) You can't do that. You don't know what pray means? It means the Father is here listening to you. But he only hears your heart, not your lips. An opportunity when you say pray and you plug into it, it can solve your 10, 15 years of struggle in one stroke. Do you get what I'm saying now? What the devil will do to many is that it will make you, when you are told to pray, it will make you just be nocturnal, you know. (laughs) Your mind will wander here and there. Whenever you see Satan does that to you, it's, it's an opportune vantage time for you to receive from God. So he wants to stop it. And let me give you a practical way to get your spirit into God. I said, thank God. When I say thank God, you see some people pray in tongues. Those who pray in tongues and pray in the language because they started it with their spirit. And if you have not been praying in tongues, that is the time you can get it. Because your heart desires it. If your heart does not desire it, you will live all your life as a Christian and go to the grave without a counter. Many Christians have. And all the benefits that those gifts should have given them on earth, they lost it. They didn't, uh, you know, during our prayer over this week, God was speaking very much about the gift he has put inside you and your functioning in those gifts. That's what God, all of you who led prayer, that's what you are leading prayer about. Do the good works God has sent you to do. Pray that God should, you know, open your mind to see what is inside you. Don't you understand that when you know what God has put inside you, when you desire to know your spiritual deposits, that is where you will discover your destiny deposits. And you look at that in Exodus 31 yesterday, isn't it? Yes, nod your head if you did. Exodus 31. I can see those who did, do not join the prayer among you, very few. But don't join those ones. Don't be that. Don't be that. <laughs> that prayer we are praying daily, make sure you don't miss it. So that you will not need to pray. Satan is very angry to the place where he's fed up. Because the prayer continues to go. And what we saw yesterday, put that on board for me quickly. We look at two leaders yesterday. We read the leader in 31, the leader in 32 of Exodus. It says here, see, I have chosen Bezalel, son of Uri. Like you are chosen as a Christian, you are a chosen generation, isn't it? But there is something between chosen and this one too. Though he has chosen too, like others are chosen. And I have filled him. Not every chosen is filled by God. Not every chosen is filled by God. He says, I have filled him with the Spirit of God. Not every chosen is filled by the Spirit of God. You have to ask for the filling to get it. 
And when you ask, you must ask with your spirits. Anything you don't commit your spirit into, you cannot achieve success in it. I've often said this to you. A person can study any course at any life. You can change now if you don't know anything about science at the age of 70 and you decide I want to be a surgeon. I want to be the best surgeon before I die. And you can go and read sciences from scratch. You have never done it in your life. And you can go through it within 10, 12 years, you'll be a surgeon. That may cost you at the age of 80s. But because you are reading in your old age, you will read better than the young one. Young people read without many thoughts of future. But when you read with your old age, you are reading because you, you have an aim, a particular aim. You give it all. You will shake the universe. Why? Because you committed your spirit to it. That's why you know it. I know of a woman who started medicine at the age of 60. Because she said that this is my life, life desire. And she achieved it. We heard about the man who got his degree in Cambridge, I think, at 92. Isn't it? These things are possible because those guys put their spirit in it. Can you imagine when you put your spirit in God? One solution solves all problems. God visited this guy. One meeting, just one meeting. He was filled with the spirit of God. Now what did he manifest in him? Skill, ability, knowledge of all kinds of crafts. Did we see that now? So you Christian, you, you, know the, you know the one thing you can seek and get. And it will solve other things. Does the Bible leave you without evidences? Let me help you know this man again. I have chosen Bezalel, son of Uri, the son of all of the tribe of Judah. And I can put your name there at Bezalel. I have filled him with the spirit of God, with, his, with skill, ability, and knowledge of all kinds of crafts. So for him, anything he desired to look into, forget it. You who taught him, you become his student. Because he had the human ability, then he had the spiritual ability of the one who gave you, who taught him, the skill, the knowledge. Holy Spirit I'm talking about. Look at Daniel chapter 1 verse 17, very quickly. I'm not preaching yet. I'm not talking about the atmosphere I met, is what I'm addressing. You are wiser than the sons of darkness. Because you are sons of light. Are you with me now? What did he say? To these four young men, God gave knowledge, watch this, and understanding of what? All kinds of intelligence, literature, <laughs> and learning, academics, intellectual. Now look at what then followed. It says, and Daniel could understand what visions, which is spiritual, and dreams of all kinds, which is totally spiritual. But God filled him. What about Solomon? God visited him once. And one encounter with God. Filled with the Spirit of God. And he was the wisest man. I'm talking about your God. Not them God. Your heart is what God needs. So when I tell you to pray. Don't you understand? How do you enter the spirits? Lord, thank you, 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 Lord, 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 thank you, Lord. With your eyes closed. 
As I begin to pray right now, from where I walk there to here, I've already entered the realm of the Spirit. If I continue to eat in it, I can begin to see visions. And I can begin to have understanding the spiritual. You know, miles far, you can capture it like that. Because you are repeating it. That is what takes you into the spiritual. Okay? Father, 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 And then your spirit kicks in. That's so simple. It is the easiest thing for a Christian is to enter into this. The spiritual is here, first heaven. All angels are here, cherubs are here. You can see them smiling. If you look at heaven, they sing one song. Maybe it's just two lines. That's all. They can repeat it for your own 24 hours. Human 24 hours. Forever, O oh Lord, thy word is settled in heaven. It is settled forever. In a short time, you see the symphony. In a short time, you see the manifestation. You see the, the throne room open. And you see the glory of the Father coming. You can get it. But that is the only way to it. Are you with me now? You can't get from God what you did not expect from God. And when you come to God, come on, get your spirit in. I'll be teaching you something I told you some, some weeks ago that I want to teach you about prophets and prof- prophecies. But today I want to complete the lecture with you. I think when I looked at that, I'll be teaching you on that from the month of February because we'll be going into our anniversary. Because you need to know the delusion of Lucifer in our time, as God said it, so that you will not be deceived by some who purport to hear God, but they do not hear God. Can you imagine a minister who said that, oh, I'm so sorry, the prophecy I gave, I, I discovered that I didn't get it right. I was told that one minister just said that global, on the global scene. And when they sent that to me, I said, oh my God, I need to go and address the church of the living God. The Bible says, I did not speak to them on the wrong. If I give you a prophecy for your life, if it did not happen to your life, the prophecy still remains. Because the prophecy is not proved by what happened to you. It is proved because God said it. And I will show you in the Bible, many people God gave prophecies to, and they did not, they lost it. And the prophecy still remains. So anybody who feels that what he says... If God give a prophecy, if that thing didn't happen, it means that the prophecy is not correct. It's, they, have, they don't understand what spiritual is. And I will take you through it. And you see, we have, of course, people in the church of God today who, when others are giving prophecies, they too will go and give prophecy and say, God said it to me. Whereas, they picked it from what somebody said. <laughs> so people like that when, when you challenge their prophecy when people say they have prophecy you need to ask them how did you see vision did you see trance did you see by the spirit what exactly did you see or your mind told you that especially when the prophecy is when other people are speaking but prophecies that are spoken before it's time people who do speak like that hear God and they never change it because it remains it is the word of God upon the face of the earth, which remains for fulfillment. And there are conditions to promises, and there are conditions to some prophetic. The prophetic that we have, you know, we read it in the Bible this week now. That God said that when I send plague, if you can ask for mercy, I will relent. They did not read it in Exodus. 
He said, when you count your people, pay redemption before you count them to the Lord. But if you don't pay redemption and I send plague, he said, now do this and I will draw my plague. Isn't it? Did he not say in Second Chronicles chapter, two, two, chapter uh, 7 verse 13 that when I send you plague, and verse 14 says, if my people that are called by my name will humble themselves and pray, and then I will withdraw it. Isn't it? So you need to understand, you are sons of light. Don't let any useless person who, people who don't sit in the council of God, who don't understand the Holy Spirit, who have never seen with their eyes the hidden things, mystery of God, of humanity, who have never seen the council of the Father in heaven, let, don't let them confuse you in this time because many of them will be disgraced. Now, write down very quickly. What we have been looking at is... Living victorious, living a victorious life. Now write this down tonight. We are going to deal with it in our, in, our, in our Sunday school. We looked at the book of Ephesians chapter 6 from verse 10. I read it again. It says, finally be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Let me open my own scriptures. Put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark age or dark world, and against spiritual forces or hosts of evil in the heavenly realms. Therefore, put on the word full armor. So that when the day of the evil comes, you may take your stand, be able to stand your ground. And after you have done everything to stand, stand firm therefore with the belt of truth buckle around your waist, with the breastplate of righteousness in place, and with your feet fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace, in addition to all this, take up the shield of faith with which you extinguish the all flaming arrows of, of the evil one. Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God, and pray with this, in the Spirit in all occasions, or pray in the Holy Ghost, <clears throat> with all kinds of prayers and requests, with this in mind, be alert and always keep on praying for all the saints. And verse 19, he said, pray for me also, that whenever I open my mouth, word may be given me, so that I will fearlessly make known the mystery of the gospel for which I am the ambassador in chain. Pray that I will declare them fearlessly as I should. Now, in this piece of, of scripture, uh, God gave us the template to be victorious. That is to live a victorious life. A number of us are already, if not everyone. But I something that God spoke through one of the ministers who led prayer this week. He said that when you have a knowledge of God, 
and you pray more for more knowledge, you will soon discover that the knowledge you have is like a tiny thing. The knowledge of God can never be... Uh, you, cannot, you can never get to the peak of the knowledge. Because the knowledge of God is so vast. So that's why we pray that the eyes of our heart be enlightened all the time. We pray that God will open our eyes and understanding so that we can go deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper. So what you knew yesterday... When God speaks to you today, you discover that you can go deeper in it. But you know, the simple illustration I can give you on this is that if a lecturer lectures you on a particular topic, and you think that that's all about the topic, and gave you a book and you read, because of the level of ed- education you are doing, you will be shocked that when you get to a higher level of education in the same field, your lecturer will teach you something different. He will take you deeper. Like if I have your first degree, you did a particular model. When you go to your master's degree and you're doing that model, you now discover that, oh, this model is deeper than what I thought. But at that level, when you decide PhD in the same model, you will be blown to pieces. Even in the field of PhD, we discover that you cannot just do all. You have to narrow down yourself to a particular focus. And in that focus, we discover that so many people have gone deep in it. So is the knowledge of God and more. But you see, for each of those things, you got them because you turned your heart to gain understanding in those things. But if you did not turn your heart to gain understanding, you would not know them. And so in this scripture of Ephesians, we discover that there is so much God has given to us for victorious living. I gave you five things. The first thing he says is that you must be strong in the Lord. The second thing he gave you is that you must put on the whole armor of God. The third thing is that you must identify your enemy. If you don't know your enemy, you are fighting a lost battle. Number four, what you need to take, what you need to do, rather, to take your stand against the enemy. You must know what you need to do to take your stand against your enemy. And then, number five, praying in the Holy Ghost. You know, when I came in this morning, I began to pray in tongues. And I've taught you so much of praying in the Holy Ghost. If you can pray in the Holy Ghost, you will do more exploit as a Christian than if you cannot. And you know, to be baptized in the Holy Spirit is the right of every born again. But Jesus said that right, you must ask for it to be able to get it. And he says when you ask for it, ask in faith. Do you get it now? And you know what faith is. Very, very easy. I did quite an extensive practical application of faith. So here, therefore, Ephesians 6.10 Finally, be strong in the Lord. And I told you, it is yours to be strong. I cannot be strong for you as your pastor. You cannot be strong for me as my member. Even if you are the greatest intercessor in this house, you can't be strong for anybody. Because the instruction to be strong is God's given instruction to each person. You will determine your strength so that God is equitable in his Jurisprudence, you will, you will decide how much strength you want. 
And I said to you, be strong in the grace of God, which is Second Timothy chapter 2 verse 1. You then, my son, be strong in the grace that is in Christ Jesus. Somebody led prayer about this yesterday. You have to find your grace and pray your strength into strength as a child of God. You all have grace. But you have to pray. To find it is to pray, to pray and seek God and you find it. And when you find it, you must pray to grow in it. Or else, what are you going to use to work for God? And your grace is in two parts. Grace for spiritual, grace for life. Second thing I told you is that be strong in the word of God. And be strong in courage. And you see that those two work together. A fearful Christian, a non-courageous Christian is a Christian who has no knowledge of the word of God. It is the knowledge of the word that gives you courage. Let me say this in your career. What gives some people so much confidence in careers and they can, they can face any situation in their career? And in a short time, people begin to call them, oh, indispensable. Oh, they are genius. It's because they are educated in their field. Educated in their field because they read it again and 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 again. If anything comes out, they want to know it. So they are current. So is the word of God. Courage in God is due to your knowledge of the God of the courage. You know, the more of God you know from the written word, the more courage you have spontaneously. You don't manufacture courage. It is a reflection of something inside you which you know. Just like you have confidence in your career. If you are not well read in your career, when people are talking, you just keep quiet. You say, yeah, yes, 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 you remember they said this, yeah, we are taught this. But you don't remember it anymore. And that will affect your courage. You know, I can use that a lot in law. You know, there are some lawyers when they come to court, every other lawyer that will confront them, they will begin to peace for body. They say it in where I came from. Their trousers will drop because you face this guy, my, 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 my. They are the kind of guys they will go to in secret to ask them, what can I say? How can I put this case together? And they will tell them. And if they now come to court, even the judge will, will buckle up his shoes. They are lawyers that can instruct the mind of the judge and correct the thoughts of the judge. Because they are so current. You must be like that in God. They don't need the books to quote case laws. They don't need books to quote, you know, if it is constitution. They have it in their head. And they have all the, the, the basics of law is still in their brain. Accurate. They can apply any aspect of legal basis. From criminal to thought to, to company to anything. Because they read again and again and again and again and again. The same thing with the Bible. Courage comes when you know the word. You must be strong in the courage of God. In grace, in courage. You must put on the whole armor, which is the second one. And I said on that that you put on faith and love. First Thessalonians chapter 5, 8 to 9. But since we belong to the day, let us be self-controlled, putting on faith and love as a breastplate and the hope of salvation against as, an, as a helmet. For God did not appoint us to suffer rot, but to receive salvation through the Lord Jesus Christ. 
If a Christian, if anybody says a Christian and because people are dying, dying of COVID, you are afraid. I, I, I would doubt your salvation. I sincerely would doubt your salvation. I'm not saying that you are not saved. You are one of them who follow them in kingdom. You are neither in nor out. Or if you are in, you are sleeping. A Christian who is afraid of death lost the knowledge of who God is. Death is the destiny of all men. And if it's your destiny, why are you afraid of your destiny? If you are solid with God, you cannot be afraid that you will die by anything because God cannot permit it unless the time He calls you to come. And when the time He calls you to come, comes, it is impossible for you not to go. Unless if you tell God, I want to stay. You are the only one who can tell God, I want to stay. I would mean Him. Faith. He did, God did appoint us to suffer. So when people are perishing around you, you don't have fear. You keep moving. Because your God did not appoint you for rot. You understand me now? But self-control, you must have. Faith, love as your breastplate. You are not someone who, who have people in your bad book. You don't have bad book that you keep record of people. The second thing is that I told you to put on, on putting on the armor. It says, put aside the deeds of darkness. If you put on faith and love, you must put aside. And I told you that there is a dress when you want to wear armor. You can't wear coat to the place of armor and then put armor on top of your suit. No, you have to undress all this dressing. Because the armor has its own procedure of dressing. In the undercoat, you have to wear it. And you can't wear it in, on, on top of any other garment. So the old garment must be stripped off. And then you dress yourself in a military garment. Then when you dress yourself in a military garment, you'll be given all the, all the, you know, accomplishments. You can face any battle. When arrow is coming, you can, you can allow your chest to hit the arrow because underneath it, you are fully armed, protected. You know, some people who use their body to collect bullets, they have bulletproof too, underneath them. So you must put aside everything or put away everything that can hinder your armor that can soil your garment anything that satan can point to that's a hole and he can shoot arrows through it there must not be gap in you for you to put on you must first put off i put aside romans 13 12 this the night is near is nearly over the day is almost here so let us put aside the deeds of darkness and put on the armor of light May. Number three, I told you, identify your enemy. Your enemy is the devil. That is really what I want to teach you today, but let me talk to you a little bit about that. You must identify your enemy. If you don't identify your enemy, you can never win a battle. And you must identify the direction your enemy is coming from. Identifying your enemy means to first know that this is my enemy. Second thing is to now look at your enemy and then study and, 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 and understand who the enemy is. Then look at the, uh, the, the weapons available to your enemies so that you know all the weapons they can use. And then you can know the terrain they can operate. Know the terrain they cannot reach with you. You can imagine if, um, you know, you know, you know, I can give example of your warfare in, 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 currently. America is fighting with Afghanistan. And the Afghanistans have so many soldiers on, on full soldiers. It would be stupid for America to send, 
they are foot soldiers to them. No, they will first go and bomb them by air. They, it's, so, it's so terrible now that they can bomb without any pilots. Use drones to bomb and dismantle people. And the drone will fly at a height that the gun of those people cannot reach. Because they know the kind of guns they have. And so when the drone had destabilized them and slaughtered so many people and they are in chaos, then the food soldiers can start coming in. When they come in, they are coming to a people who are disarmed. Christians should learn from the world. For you to overcome devil, you must operate from the highest height. Okay? You don't go on food soldier to the devil. He is of this earth. For you therefore to be able to overcome the devil, you must ascend into the high places and sh- shoot down and look at his, 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 his uh, you know, coalitions and rain fire into them. You are at the height that whatever they do, they can reach you. So they are at your mercy. That's why the Bible says, you read it all the time, who will ascend the hill of the Lord or who will stand in his holy place? Those who have clean hands and pure heart. Put off the old and put on the new. I would get that. Every battle for a Christian is his win battle. His win, win, win. God had determined that every battle a Christian enters into, you will win. You cannot fight a battle and lose. You cannot fight a battle and be defeated as a Christian. Look at the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 15. I read verse 17, it says, But thanks be to God, He gives us victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. That is, gives present continuous tense. And if you look at 2 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 14, But thanks be to God, who always leads us in triumphal procession in Christ, and through us spread everywhere the fragrance and the knowledge of Him. Now, you understand that both scripture tells you that for you and I to be victorious, we are being led by somebody called Christ, and we are following His leading. I will get there now. So you are not among those people who say, ah, the enemy did this to me. Hey, the enemy did that to me. No, 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 no. The enemy have nothing he can do to you. Because you are put off the old that they can, you know, deal with. You are putting on the new. Am I with you now? I've had people say to me that, oh, you know, in intercession, you must be very careful. Because when you intercede and you pray against the past of Satan, they come back. Nonsense. Nonsense. I've never seen Jesus teach that. Never did I hear the apostles teach that. I mean, Paul, Holy Ghost said, separate from me, Paul and Barnabas, and they went. You think they went to those people who are born again? No, they went to those who are worshipping idols. Read the whole missionary journey. They, every city they went, they are idol worshippers. They are, they are cult members they went to. And they got these people saved. They didn't, if they thought that the enemy will attack them, they would not go. Are you with me now? You know, some of, you know, every one of you read books. There are many rubbish books in the church of God that should be burned to ashes. There are books that is not in line with what the Bible teaches. But there are books that give glory to a man's work. Oh, I try. He did something. Forget it. Identify your enemy. Your enemy is not your household members. It says in verse 12 of that scripture, our struggle... <clears throat> For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of, of this dark world, and against spiritual hosts of wickedness 
or evil in heavenly realm. Therefore, put on the full armor of God, so that when the day of evil comes, when the day of evil comes, not if it does come, when it comes, it must come, it must come to everyone. The day of evil must come to everyone. Satan will psych you up. And don't you think that Satan gives up? He doesn't give up. The guy has been here for thousands of years. He doesn't give up. He does, even when you die and you, you are, they are burying your corpse, I'm very sure that Satan will be coming to, to look whether he's he going to wake up again. He's not going to give up. When you finish and you are dead, then he can say that one has gone. And that's the reason why you know what God does. Unless a cannon fell to the ground, it abides alone. Behold, the spirit that was upon you, once you die, God will put it upon several people who have had contact. And so to the devil is one man who died, but thousands are going into the battle with him. And God frustrates the agenda of Satan by this. It's mystery of God. Even you see children driving the devil in the name of Jesus. Because they have been given battle by the spirit of the most high. You need to understand this. We do not fight. When people are drawing battle against you, if you fight man, you lose battle. I've told you, look behind the veil and see the spirit operating through that man. And what that spirit wants you to do, don't consent. He's trying to provoke me so I will refuse to be provoked. Then you won the battle. Then you can now deal with the spirit behind that man. And the spirit will depart. The man may go after he's done his evil and ugly things. After some time you see him come back to come and apologize. And plead with tears. Because you did not fall a victim of the spirit behind the action. We are not fighting against flesh and blood. If your mother-in-law wage war against you, it's not the one. If your son or your wife or your husband wage war, it's not the person. Of course, that does not mean that we do not have a court people who personally decide to do evil to others. We have them. But how if somebody with your family member is a court member and he was sent to destroy you, how can you easily overcome him? The same principle. Capture the spirit behind that person, destroy all the weapons of that spirit, and the person who is a court member will be useless to the devil. Because every ammunition that he was given or she was given to come and attack you, you have handled them and destroyed them completely. That person can be acting, can be making noise, but with no effect, it's a toothless dog barking. A believer must know this. We wrestle not against flesh and blood. Any one of you who understand, any Christian who understands what I'm talking about, Satan is always frustrated about them. Because whichever way he comes, you will destroy his work. That was Jesus for you. You know, Jesus had enemies in his time. Who are human enemies? You two and I, we have enemies who are human enemies. But if you look at Jesus, he destroyed the spirit behind them, those operations. And the same thing Paul did. He destroyed the spirit behind those operations. That's what you and I must remember. And that's what we must always do. Our enemy is the devil. And you know, the Bible says how to, to resist him. First Peter chapter 5, verse 8 to 9. Be self-controlled and alert. That is, be very sensitive. That is all what I'm telling you about being sensitive. Your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion, looking for someone to devour. Resist him, standing firm in the faith. Come on now. Because you know that your brothers throughout the world are undergoing the same kind of suffering. Now, let me say this to you. In resisting the devil that is on your whole physical body first, there is a price to pay. 
Okay? The, 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 if, if the devil wants to get you, if they try, you know, some people sleep and they are beaten up on the dream and afflicted on the dream. Even I, I know of people too who got afflicted on the dream, they woke up and all their body physically full of scratches and all stuff like that. And they go to some ignorant people, ministers, who tell them that, oh, the witches have come to scratch your body. <laughs> Hallelujah. You know, when someone says to you that I was attacked on my dream and I woke up my house physically, they show you the scratches. I've never seen a medical doctor who can explain that to me on earth. Physical scratches in their body. Yesterday it wasn't there. They had a dream and they were having this uh, attraction and the, the enemies attacked them, their body. They woke up. I've seen people who the enemy, you know, they fell in, the, in their dream. They had an encounter and something shot into their chest or into their arm and they woke up with a swelling in that arm. What the doctor may, be, may say eventually is that, oh, that solely look, look malignant. It is cancerous. <laughs> but you speak in the name of God and that swelling vanish. That is spiritual. It is spiritual. We have had encounters of that. But what I'm saying to you, therefore, is that it's not that we don't have enemies who are human. We do. Understand. We have enemies who are human, like soldiers who are fighting the battle. The one who's sending them is somewhere who is in the control tower, in the boardroom planning. <laughs> if you look at the book of Second uh, Kings, you will discover Arameans sent soldiers, the king of Aramea, to go and arrest uh, Elisha. Isn't it? And they came with all their chariots, but under a command. I you know that's one of the mysteries. What did Elisha do? He didn't call the army of Israel to go and fight them. Angels who are invisible, they are there to fight them. You understand? So when the angels surrounded them, <coughs> because the angels also are protectors who guard uh, Elisha, like you have a ministry in angels who guard you. You have, every one of you have ministry in angels who guard you. And when physical battle came, Elisha understood. He would have gone to say that, Call the king of Israel, send me your battalion, <clears throat> and those soldiers might overcome them. That is using the flesh to fight. But when his messenger got threatened, hey, we, we are done for. He said, what are you talking about? <laughs> I have been telling you, spiritual things don't work like this. Lord opened his eyes. When, he, when his eyes was opened, he saw soldiers, not tangible, but more real. That's the weapon of warfare. They are there all the time. Angels. But they can't act unless you instruct them. And you can't instruct them unless you are working in faith to be able to understand that they are there. And so he said, what shall we do to them? The Lord, and let's say, okay, they are your, at your disposal. He said, okay, Lord, blind their eyes. And the angels touch the eyes of everybody. And their, their eyes were wide open, but their mind was gone. This is the army available to you. They can do anything. So Elijah came and met this physical people. Come, 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 come. Let's go, let's go, let's go. Follow me. And they followed. This is the man they want to kill. They, if you read that scripture, it says that they were made blind, but yet they could see. They followed. They were not escorted. Which means physically they can see, but their mind had been so when they got to the king, king said, 
Shall we slaughter them? Say, no, no, this is not the day of slaughter. Give them food. <laughs> Let them eat. While they are eating, we will do something and they will know that they are in trouble. So where they sat, sat up and they were eating, they opened their eyes. Said, Let their eyes be opened and just remove the clothes. <laughs> they discovered that they are right in the, in the midst of Israel. They have to beg for their lives. No, 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 don't worry. Eat your fill and go and tell your king what you saw in Israel. That would be your God. When I say spiritual warfare, that's what I mean. What about in chapter 1? His, 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 his spiritual father, Elijah, was in his home, enjoying himself. A king said, you 50 soldiers, go and bring him down. And when the soldier came, he said, you man of God. He even knew now he's man of God. He said, come down, you are under arrest. He said, if I'm a man of God, let fire consume you. Boom, they vanished. They did not see their remnants. Uh-uh. The news got to the king. He sent the second one. The second one came and said, you, you, you man of God. You see, these guys believe in their ammunition. They believe in their occultic power. They believe in all those rubbish. A word released from the mouth of a saint of God. Who put on the whole armor. Who had no fear of anything. A man who had put off the old armor and put on the new armor of God. He said, if I'm a man of God, fire consume you. They vanished. The third one that came, far away he had been begging for his life. That will happen to you in the name of Jesus. But it's to understand that your enemy is the devil. It's the spirit behind it. The spirit behind it. And you, who is going to fight the battle in the spirit, you must not entangle yourself with earthly things. We have no time to waste at all. We cannot be mediocre when it comes to the word of God. We must know the word of God. When I say to you that I read Bible every day, and then in the evening they tell you to lead prayer. You know all the people they tell you to lead prayer, they never tell them before. I was training you. If you read the Bible with that kind of mind that I may be called tonight to lead prayer, you will study it, it will be inside you. You, have, you people have grown to the place where no, where now. You are not only reading Bible, when you read Bible you get information from God instantly by yourself. And I'm happy that we achieved that. And many more are getting on board. So when they tell you to, to lead prayer, you already receive from God in the morning, from the same scripture we are reading. Even sometimes, the prayers that some of you lead from those scriptures, they are strange. You, know, you look at those scriptures, they don't, seem, they don't seem as if there is anything to pray about. But because you read it with the mind of wanting to know, Holy Ghost will give you information. Every word in the Bible is a weapon. It's a weapon. Go is a weapon. Come is a weapon. Sit is a weapon. Stand is a weapon. Is is a weapon in the Bible. They are spiritual words, but it takes a spiritual man to understand it. That's the reason why, you know, when I look at Christ with the Banaku, I shake my head. Where my time is over, if the Lord tarries, the remnant that will be remaining, some of you, it's that time you wake up. Because, you know, you always know in the house, the children, when the father is there, what they can do, they will see the Father should do it. Isn't it? Isn't it? Why are you looking at me like that? Even when the children are working, they will still be bringing their bills to their father. They are animal. Isn't it? You parents, are you not with me? I don't have supporter here now. And you children too, you don't support me. Huh? I'm not saying they don't give their parents, you know, uh, money to do. But some of that things, you say, ah, mommy did that for me then. Ah, daddy, you can take care of that for me now. I would together. When I'm gone, some of you will rise up in holy indignation. Satan 
will regret more. But when I'm alive, what I do, you must do. Come on. What I do, you must do. I fear nothing. You have no right to fear anything. You know, let me end up with this because I have to, I want to just finish now. I say that your enemy is the devil. When you get home, go and read the book of Acts, chapter 17, verse 16 to 34. I have been hearing some Christians publishing some on the YouTube the seven most dangerous cults. <laughs> I don't know whether I, I got it. One came to me yesterday at the right time. So, because it came to me yesterday at the right time, I said it is a good thing for me to mention it to my people. <laughs> it's a good thing for me to mention it to you. Hey, hey, listen to me. It's a pity I can't jump down here because of COVID-19. <laughs> I'm talking about regulation, no. So understand me. We will destroy that COVID. February, get ready for battle. Get ready for battle. We cannot be alive. And COVID is having a different strain. We must kill that strain. Are you with me now? You remember when we started praying over the first one? Within two weeks, it was totally captured. This one... Strain. What do you mean by strain? Whatever will the devil come, we will destroy it. Now let me tell you this, therefore. So, I looked at this something and it says that the most, is it seven or ten dangerous cults? And they said this cult of this. And they showed some wall figures. They said that they belong to it. They now said the cult of this. They showed some wall figures that they belong to it. So the cult of this, the cult of that, the cult of that, the cult of that. And they showed, is it seven or ten? I can't even remember anymore. So when they showed it, it's a pastor sent it to me that I should look at this. You know what, I, what happened to me? I shook my head that Satan can kill the church if we are not careful. Because the people who wrote it are they members? They were not members. And some Christians believe it. They are running with it. Ah, this leader is in, is in cult. Hey, that leader is uh, satanic. Hey, the other one is in Illuminati. Hey, that one is in, is in uh, uh, what do you call them? The Ibarahile, uh, whatever. Let me say something to you. <laughs> Let me say something to you. The first thing that came to me is the delusion of the devil. Who, is, people who are in court can easily publish a, 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 that all this, their nonsense, and say that Apostle Williams is in, is in, in this cult, uh, Kenneth Hagin was in this cult, uh, Billy Graham was in this cult, and some useless Christians will believe it. They will believe it too. They believe, you know why they believe it? They don't read Bible. But they can stand, they can sit down with YouTube, hearing a stupid man, you know, a stupid man, talking all manners of nonsense, alluding that, you know, you know what Satan is trying to do by that? He wants people who are Christians to feel that every office on earth is occupied by satanic people. Lie! 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 Born again and spirit filled are there. Born again and spirit filled are in those positions. If God, if only Satan can put people in authority in United Nations, in World Bank, and in the authority of nations in the world, then God has failed. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. The world and those who dwell therein. Who told you that the kingdom of this world is for the devil? Don't you read the book of Revelation, Romans? 
He said the, 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 the government that is, is of the Lord, by the Lord. I'm raising you guys because in few years, some of you already are progressing into it. In few years in CFT, we will rule in the United Kingdom. You enter any, any office of power, I want to see some of you there, right in the authority. That is what I prepared for the past 10, 15 years. And we are ready for it now. That's how they will say that if you are becoming, if you are the head of the Bar Association of England, or you are the head of all the surgeons of England, they will say that you are in cult some, somewhere. Lie of the devil. Lie of the devil. Which cult? So Christians who listen to me, all this video they show about, talking about Illuminati, talking about uh, the one that not Illuminati, talking, even the, the ones I saw yesterday, I have never heard those cults mentioned before. I said these people are useless. In my own tribe, there are 16 cults in Yoruba land. 16 cults in Yoruba land. Yeah? They didn't mention those ones because they didn't, they knew about, they didn't know, those people don't know about it, who wrote those stuff. Come on, let me tell you. So if you read that, that scripture I gave in chapter 17, when Paul went for missionary journey, do you know where he went to? Atheist. Atheist. If you talk about cult, I don't think there's a cult more than atheist. I don't think there is one. Because Satan, Lucifer himself, is the direct boss of atheists. Peter, and Paul, he went to Athens, isn't it? And when he got to Athens, they heard that there are some people they call themselves the uh, Epicurean uh, Stoic philosophers. And these are atheists. He went to Aeropagus, that, that mountain where you have the highest temple of Lucifer. He went into the temple. That is the highest cult ever on earth at the time. Went to the temple. He went from one temple of Zeus. <laughs> Look at that. Ah, that's interesting. He went to the other one. That's interesting. He went to the other one. That's interesting. As he was going about, he saw one. Ah, this is to the unknown God. Ah, I catch them. I catch all of them. I catch them. Then he went to the other ones. And they saw him going from one temple to the other. Ah, this man is keen. Maybe he will be a convert, you know. And when he finished, he said, Hello, hello. He said, I recognize that you guys are very religious. Can you understand that? He didn't begin. <laughs> and these days, this is what they are teaching Christians to do. It's useless. Useless. Because they say someone is a shrine, a place is a shrine, and it's full of demons. They say it's full of demons. Then, is that a cause for a Christian to go there and begin to pray? For what? Your tongue that God gave you is not for that. That is a tongue of fear. It's a communication language between God. When they say that this place is dedicated to Lucifer, it is shrine, people go there and they die. That is why you should go there. When you step your feet, life entered into that place. By entering the place at all, every demon that, that was and exists, they will take to their... You don't need to say, I bind you in the name of Jesus. Leave them loose. If they are power, let them fight. Let them fight if they are power. Don't you understand? Greater are those with us than those with them and greater is he that is in us he created them when a christian go to the shrine as you enter that shrine all demons there will look inside you they will find their creator in you living inside you that is the one who created them they are at your mercy they dare not rouse you up they dare not rouse you up 
Because if you feel a breeze that is not comfortable, what do you say? Jesus, isn't it? Once that name is mentioned there, if it is Lucifer, whatever they, are, they will take to the flight. Take to the flight. So why should you be told that they are what they are not? God didn't make those things anything. Paul did not address those demons. He said, I perceive that you guys are very religious. Hallelujah. But let us talk about religion. We discovered in that situation that he had gone to read about their religion as well. Because he used their sentence to now teach them the word of God. If Paul was afraid, will he confront them? He would say, ah, the place of Zeus, I know how the evil they have done. Paul was a well-learned man. He knew those, those people before he came to Athens. That these are the extreme of wickedness. Really, on that Afro-Asovagos, that mountain, they are, they, that is where they tried those who, who killed people. Go and read it. He went there. And instead you are ten years, I perceive that you are religious. He came out, out of that trip with some of those philosophers born again. So if they tell me that some rulers of the world are in court, that shouldn't make anything to you. Get them born again. Oh, if this president, ex-president, new president, white president, yellow president, get them born again. God created all mankind. We read it last week. We prayed about it. God is the one from whom all life emanates. He didn't create anyone for rot except Satan. God has not condemned any man who is not dead except Lucifer and all demons of hell. Stand up on your feet. Now I want to leave you with this this morning. Be strong in the Lord. Not in YouTube. Am I communicating? Not in Facebook. There are a lot of things flying about, you know, in Christendom. Bill get this, Bill get that. Bill get... The man, if the Lord tarries, he will soon finish his work and go and face his maker. And I wonder what those who say Bill Gates and all those things will do when Bill Gates dies and goes to meet his maker. Yesterday, Larry King was gone. Are you with me now? So, how many human beings today who are alive are all these liars in the church who are confessionally sent by Satan and Lucifer, who occupy pulpit but they have no communication with the God of heaven. They never stood in the council of he that lives forever and ever. But they come in to tell you a, a knowledge that was passed on to them by a depraved messenger of hell. And the church of God is running helter-skelter, afraid of nothing. These things are lies of the devil. What about what they have said about the vaccine? A minister called me during the week, was telling me all manners of stories about vaccine. I said to him, that, are you immunologist? He said, no. You are not immunologist. I'm so sorry for you. Maybe we, 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 we establish our own ology now. Because everything is ology, 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 ology. He said, it's not virology, it's not immunology. Okay, then you are past pastorology. So why are you telling me about, 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 um, about uh, vaccine? I said, vaccine. If they put demon in that vaccine, I will take it. Where should demon go if not my body? If he enter my body, I will see I will live. I will see the demon that enter my body, who will he have fellowship with? He will meet the God who lives in the temple. I'm not, I'm not confused about who I have given my body to. I am not confused about the one who lives inside me. I see him. Even if I don't see him, I'm sure of him. Don't let anybody confuse you. Anything you didn't hear from me, don't believe it when it comes to the word of God. Don't believe it. 
Anybody who preach another gospel than the gospel that I've been preached by the apostle, let it be a cause, Paul says. None of you follow me should be afraid of what I'm not afraid of. I have seen Jesus and I told you, you are weakness. Weaknesses. Listen to me. What you must care to know is the Lord Jesus and the power of his resurrection. If there is a witch somewhere in your village, come, when COVID is over and there is no more law, give me the name of your village. We'll go there and remove that witch. Oh, there is a, there is a, a God in my village. He's killing people. There is a river that is killing people. Just tell me. We will go there and we will set our foot into the river. And that's the end of it. We don't need to pray. Hey, bah, 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 bah. Hey, they, this is where they, they, they sacrifice human beings, even if they sacrifice kings there. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. If we go anywhere, angels of God are going with us. Put angels aside. The one who made heaven and earth lives inside you, waiting for you. If anything challenges you, I say, Father, in the name of Jesus, he will come out. What is it? What is it? And he will deal with it. That is the God you serve. He can swallow demons up alive. He is the God you serve. You read the book of Exodus. When God looked down from the pillar of cloud and fire, what happened to Egyptians? They were confused. They saw the eyeball of God. They were confused. That is the God you serve. That is the one that lives in you. Don't believe all this nonsense in, in, uh, in uh, YouTube. YouTube is going to be the last. Uh, 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 Facebook is what the devil is going to use. Facebook, in a short time, other technologies may arise. They are working on them now. Facebook will become obsolete. We won't use it again. Like you 10 more years maximum. You too will become useless. We won't use it again. People are working so tireless behind the curtain. As Facebook came, internet was discovered in England. The man who discovered internet did not do all these things that he said. Other people ran with it. Maybe one of you, God will give you brain to do something better than Facebook and better than, better than. And in those days, nobody should call you that you belong to Illuminati or you belong to one called you belong to Jesus Christ. Amen. So, beloved, be careful what you watch on the, on the social media. Anything you watch there, if it is not in line with the word of God, don't take it. Don't take it. We wrestle not against flesh and blood. Against principalities. Against powers. Against rulers of darkness. Spiritual hosts of wickedness in heavenly places. Lift up your voice and begin to thank God for the glory of God. The power of the Most High. Thank God for the power that works within you as a believer. Our God and King, we exalt and magnify your holy name. Thank you so much for the glory that you have revealed. Thank you for the power that lives in us. That power is like your working strength that raised Jesus from the dead. Maratosa maraboshaka kamaledoba sidahaya. Let God be true. Let every other thing be liar. Thank God who lives inside you. Begin to thank God who lives inside you. Lord, I thank you, my God, who lives inside me. My body is the temple of the Most High. Give God the praise and glory and honor. We worship you, our King and God, the Maker of heaven and earth, the one who created all things. You live inside us. We give you the praise and honor and glory. Thank you, the glory of Israel. He cannot lie. Ripa 
Brokele Duska me pralenendo salemaranda haya. Kelandare kusa pragaduko. The God consuming fire. We worship you. We exalt and magnify your holy name. Who is like unto you? As great as you are, you live in mortal men. As, as massive and huge as you are, you live in mortal men. What a mystery God you are. Every power under heaven, you are the one who allocated them to the powers and you can withdraw them at any minute. There is nothing that happens without your permission. It does not mean it is your will. But when they happen against your will, you have the power to withdraw them any time. And change the tide and the people will be shocked. Thank God that he is your God. Thank God that he is your God. Thank God that you are a child of God. Thank God for the blood of Jesus. Thank God for the cross of Calvary. Thank God for the power of the Most High. Thank God for the Holy Spirit of God. Thank God, thank God, thank God, thank God, thank God, thank God. Lord, I thank you, I thank you, I thank you, I thank you. I thank you, 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 I thank you. I thank you, 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 Lord. I thank you, I thank you, I thank you, I thank you. I thank you, I thank you, I thank you. Rata seca me palende, rica rosso pila marata la maecle de ledi. I thank you. I thank you, I thank you, I thank you, I thank you, thank you, sovereign Lord. Worship your holy name, O King of Heaven. We exalt and magnify the King of Heaven. We bless you, Lord. In Jesus' anointed name. Lord, everyone under my voice, I say, receive unction in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Everything the devil has built up in human mind, I command, fall out in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Every spirit assigned against people under my voice, I command your language to be confused from today. As God did in Second Chronicles chapter 20, that the enemies of Jehoshaphat turned against themselves. I say that every enemy, every spirit that Satan has turned against you, I command you to turn against themselves from this hour. I release honor from heaven to pursue them. I decree that fire of God will destroy their weapons over you in the name of Jesus. If you carry the mark of Satan on your body, I cause the mark to be consumed with fire in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. The thief has come to kill. Whatever he has killed in you, I command life back into them. He has come to steal. Whatever the devil has stolen, I command restoration. He has come to destroy. Anything that the power of Satan or, or what have destroyed in you, I command him to come back to be built. He said, your ruins shall be built, it shall be rebuilt. Your desolation shall be filled, says the Lord. You are going into a new week which will start today. It is a week that God will roll over. He will reverse the tide of the enemy concerning you. He will overthrow the tables of the money changers over your life and marriage and family. What has been said to be impossible, God will step into it. I say the God who parted the Red Sea will step into your life and it will make the impossible possible for you. Yeah, something that the world has been mocking you about because you have not got it. Receive in the name 
of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Do not be afraid, you will not suffer shame. I say you will not suffer shame. I say you will not suffer shame. You will not suffer reproach in the name of Jesus. Your redeemed of the Lord will come back by this next Sunday with singing in your mouth. Everlasting joy will crown your head. Sorrow and sigh will flee away. As it is written concerning you, so it shall be done. He says, The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. I speak provision. I speak provision. I stand on the word of God and say, as you enter tomorrow, provision come for you. In the area of your want of yesterday, you receive provision. May the Lord answer you when you are in distress. May the name of the God of Jacob protect you. May he send you help from the sanctuary this week. May God grant you support from his hand this week. May he remember all your sacrifices, all your offering, all your giving. May the Lord remember your burnt offering, which is your prayers. And may he give you the desires of your heart. May the Lord make all your plans succeed in this new week. Every resources you need to fulfill destiny. I ask heaven to impart upon you. You will all shout for joy. You will shout for victory. You will be victorious in every battle. And you will lift up the banner in the name of our God. May the God of Abraham, the God of Bethel, the Almighty, the I am that I am. May he remember all your requests and open a book of remembrance concerning you in his presence. And in this week coming, you shall be fulfilled. So shall it be. And so it is. Anyone that was said to be ill, you are discharged from your illness. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. In Jesus' anointed name.